You're listening to a message from Victory. Join us as we dive into the book of Romans to understand more about the power of the gospel in our series, The Gospel Explained. Welcome everyone. We are now on our 14th week of our uh, Roman series called The Gospel Explained. This is our attempt for us to understand deeply what the gospel is all about. And it just happened. Uh, this thing happened during our uh, online worship services during the pandemic and lockdown. And so uh, we get uh, to have all the time to come together and examine the scriptures and find out and, and enjoy what the scripture has to say about the gospel. And this time we have reached a point where we're now in the final stage of understanding the doctrine of salvation. We've just talked about justification. Um, ito po yung understanding na any, uh, the Lord has given us righteousness. He handed it to us. They call that imputation, impute righteousness. And then there's this other part that's called sanctification. Yung pagta-transform po natin to become more like Christ is happening right now. And, and that's basically more of an impartation of righteousness. Ngayon po, we're going to be focusing on glorification. Ito yung, it has something to do with completeness of that righteousness that God has provided for us. Now, in order for us to see more and appreciate this glorification that, is, that has something to do with uh, salvation, it has something to do with the return of Christ, it has something to do with our resurrection body, it has something to do with uh, rejoicing at the end of this uh, grand story. Uh, but as we look forward to this, I would like us to look at the reality of where we are today. We're obviously facing the greatest pain and suffering that mankind is facing at this time, this global pandemic. There's what we call pain or suffering. Many of our, uh, many of, of people are suffering in the hospital. Some are quarantined in their homes. We're, we, we have this challenge as far as our health is concerned. Not just physical health, but even our uh, psychological situation, our mental health, and our relational health. And, and combining together during this season and during this time. And it's like, it's just tough to face this new challenge that's ahead of us. And, and there are some uh, uh, camps that would tell us it's time to adapt. Uh, we can't just curl down and, and be discouraged and allow this to eat us up. But you got to adapt. And, but people are having a hard time adapting. Why? Because change has something to do with a loss, and loss has something to do with pain. So change means pain. So therefore, why, why, why am I going to uh, be forced to change during this time? And so this is, this is challenging. Facing uh, a pain and suffering is, is, is challenging. But I want you to know, para din siyang Christmas. Christmas is coming. Christmas is inevitable. It's coming. Whether pandemic or not, it's coming. <laughs> Christmas is coming. We can't avoid it. And the same way with pain and sufferings, it's inevitable. It's here. Having said that, it just reminded me of the later part of that verse that we have read 
The last time we talked about um, uh, uh, new family or new father, Abba Father, when we had that message in this same chapter, in chapter 8 of Romans. And verse 17 had this to say as we kickstart this passage of Scripture. Half of Romans today, we're going to be at Romans chapter 8. We're going to be focusing it. Uh, we're going to be focusing on that half of chapter 8 today. It says in the later part of verse 17 of Romans 8, we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. Now, now listen to that passage there. That's the tension of this message today. That we suffer with Christ in order that we may also be glorified with him. That's why glorification is something that we want, we want to look forward to. Because of the scenario and the situation we are in. We live in a fallen world. And so therefore, these things are inevitable. And we have to face it. But thanks be to God. He had promised that there's such a thing as coming glory. That Jesus will be coming back again. And redeem this fallen world from... The, the penalty of sin through justification, from the power of sin through sanctification, but also from the presence of sin and its effects in our lives. And we're going to look at that right now. There are, uh, uh, there are three aspects here that I'd like us to see regarding glorification. As we are uh, going through this life, if there's one message that would uh, really put into light uh, the situations that we are in, I think this passage of Scripture from Romans chapter 8, verse, verse uh, uh, 39, would be an appropriate passage of Scripture for us to meditate on. I would encourage you after this sermon, please get your Bible and start reading chapter 8 again, Romans chapter 8, and meditate on it. But here, here's the uh, uh, three aspects of the glorification that we're talking about in light of saying that pain and sufferings are inevitable. First, hope in the Holy Spirit who is in us providing strength for every task. Providing strength for every task. The Lord has asked us to be part of His mission, but it is a challenging mission because there are situations and pains and, 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 and issues that we have to deal with. But one thing is for sure, the Lord has given us the Spirit of God in order for us, as, as our companion, to be able to face these challenges that He has for us. But the first aspect, once again, is hoping the Holy Spirit who is in us providing strength for every task. If we look at verse 18, it says in verse 18, uh, I mean chapter 8, verse 18, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing to the glory that is to be revealed to us. Yes, as we share in His suffering, we share also in His, in his glory. And yet, he said also that the suffering at this present time is not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. The greatness, the sense of hope and expectation that we can have because of this glorification, knowing that Jesus is coming back 
for the second time. It brings hope into our hearts. The greatness of this glorification such, is just amazing. And it's certain. It's inevitable. It's going to come. And it says, it is, it says in, in that same verse, that is to be revealed. That is to be revealed. It's inevitable. The certainty of it. The futurity of it. That will be revealed. And the recipient, we see that in the next part, it says, to us. To his children. To you and I. For those of you who have received the Lord Jesus Christ, who have received the imputation of His righteousness, the Lord is speaking to us here in this passage of His Scripture, that He will reveal to us that glory at the end. And it's coming. It's inevitable. And He will reveal it to us. And when that day comes, then uh, there will be a different perspective on human desires and needs. This will all disappear. This will all, the needs and the human desires will all disappear. In fact, the Bible says that there'll be no marriage in heaven. <laughs> there'll be no getting into marriage. Now, there's marriage between Jesus and the church, but uh, there's no getting into ma marriage um, uh, in heaven. Uh, and, on, and all these basic human desires and needs... Uh, will, will disappear. Not only that, but even earthly pain. Earthly pain and suffering will be wiped out. Thank God that in, in the book of Revelation, it says there that I will wipe all your tears when that day comes. And so that is, that is the greatness of this. The sufferings today uh, 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 in this present time are not worth comparing with that glorious uh, coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and, and we are the recipient, the primary recipient of His coming, but there's a second, uh, uh, secondary recipient of that. And we, if you move on, it, it talked about creation, verse 20. For the creation was subjected to futility, uh, uh, not willingly, but because of Him who subjected in hope, and that creation itself will be free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God, and on and on. The word creation was mentioned five times. So, so creation, the entire universe, except human beings, but all the entire creation of God, that this glorification will be revealed to us and to the creation. And creation, as I've said, was mentioned five times in this entire passage of, of Scripture up to verse 23. And so there will be a redemption of the creation. And then at the later part in verse 23, and not only creation, verse 23, not only creation, I believe someday this creation, uh, it's going to be, there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. There's gonna, going to be a new Jerusalem. And that's the picture that we're longing to happen uh, someday. And not only the creation, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit grown inwardly as we wait eagerly for adoption as sons. We talked about that last time. Adoptions as sons, the redemption of our bodies. The redemption of our bodies. Now that's going to be an amazing uh, situation. As I've said, there'll be no more needs or uh, no more desires and no more pain and sufferings as far as our bodies are concerned. 
will be given a resurrected body. They, in fact, uh, there's this what they call a metamorphosis. It's something that you see uh, now will change and become something else. Um, uh, metamorphosis, uh, it, it is used in science as well. It's like, a, it's, I, I, I think uh, this may be hard to explain, but I think the easiest illustration to use is uh, the metamorphosis of a caterpillar. If you see a caterpillar, the question that you might want to ask when you see a caterpillar is that, what is the true DNA of a caterpillar? Is it caterpillar or is it a butter, butterfly? And we all know it's a butterfly's DNA. In the same way with us, we see us like caterpillars, all right? And then staying in a cocoon. And, and, and sometimes staying in the cocoon is the same period of time used when this butterfly would start to come out from that cocoon. And I could imagine us, our lives here on earth are like butterflies, are like, are like uh, caterpillars in a cocoon and then someday we're going to have a different type of body. I don't know, it may, it may have something to do with the resurrection body of, of Jesus Christ. Uh, the disciples have recognized Jesus, but, but it's, you know, he could eat and yet he could pass through the walls. That could be the picture of what a resurrection body is all about. But nevertheless, the Bible mentioned the, re uh, the redemption of our bodies. And that is something that we, we need to look at. And I believe when we have come to know the Lord Jesus Christ and we've been born in the Spirit, uh, it's almost like there was a DNA. Uh, uh, when, when you come to know the Lord, you, you, your true DNA is born of the Spirit. And, and you are a partaker of divine nature. In, in 1 John chapter 3, verse 2 says, Beloved, we are God's children now. And what we will be has not yet appeared. But we know that when he appears, we shall be like him. When he appears, we shall be like him. We're not like him right now. But we're becoming like him. And when he appears, we shall be like him. That DNA of the Spirit of God is inside of you. And, and it's just something. It's just hope something that we look forward in the, mean, in the midst of pain and sufferings. And, and verse 24 speaks about hope up to verse 25. The word hope was mentioned uh, five times in these two verses. Just to show you, every time you see the word hope in the Bible, it has something to do with the coming of Christ, with the second coming of Christ. And, and so he, he mentioned here, for in this hope we were saved. Now hope that is sin is not hope. For who hopes for what, is, what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. When there's that hope burning in our hearts, we wait for it for, with patience. That's why we live here on earth. Even during this time of lockdown, we don't lose hope. God wants us to have that hope, and that hope gives us eyes for the future. Our lives is, cannot just be defined by where we are today. We have to see it with the future in mind. 
And so likewise, the Spirit, verse 26, that's why the Holy Spirit has been given to us, not to abandon us as His children, to accompany us. When Jesus has left, He sent the Holy Spirit to be with the disciples, to accompany them. And He says, verse 26, likewise, 26, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, so we do not know what we pray for as we ought, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows that what is the mind of the Spirit. Because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. The Spirit of God. So I say that first aspect of glorification. Uh, that, uh, that we have been saying that hope in the Holy Spirit who is in us providing strength in every task. The second uh, aspect that I'd like us to see in this passage of Scripture is providence of God who is for us imparting wisdom in every problem. Providence of God who is for us imparting wisdom in every problem. One of the greatest passages of Scripture, this is the first verse that I've jumped into. Uh, uh, jumped into and really magnified and studied it uh, since March, almost six, six months ago, uh, when we started the lockdown on the 15th of March. I started meditating on this one verse, and I'd like to share this verse, verse 28, Romans chapter 8, 28, one of the most famous verses in the Bible. And it says, For we know that for those who love God... All things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. Could you imagine that? He's saying, we all know that those who love God, he's talking to you and I. All things, now not all things are good, but when all things work together, then it says, for good. Why is it good? For those who are called according to his purpose, because we have we become more like Christ. And in all in, in, in all things work together. God, uh, you know, those who love God, all things work together for good. And we might not be able to have all the answers now. We might not be able to understand everything that's happening now. But one thing is for sure: all things work together for the good of those. Who love the Lord Jesus according to his purpose, his providence for us. Providence of God who is for us in his imparting wisdom in every problem. He's able to guide us. We might not be able to have all the intricacies in the, theolo in the, the theology behind all our situations, but one thing is for sure, he's teaching us and making us become more like Christ's. And, and is giving us the wisdom in order to navigate through the problems and challenges we're facing. Verse, verse 20, 29 after that, he says, For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. That's the good thing that's happening. That even in this lockdown, we become more like Christ. We're being, more, we're being transformed more into the image of Christ's. That in all things work together for the good. Why? Because we're becoming more 
like Christ's. He foreknew and predestined us to be conformed to the image of his Son in order that we might be firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he has predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. And that is the promise of glorification right there. He, called, he, pre, he, he, he knew us. He predestined us. He called on us, justified us, and imputed his righteousness on us, gone through sanctification. And now he says, also glorified. And he's going to bring us to that place. He who started a good thing in you will bring it to completion. And that's the good news, the providence of God in us. He's imparting wisdom in every problem we're facing. And, and, and so it works together for good. But the last one I'd like us to see in this part of this passage, when we're looking for that hope, when we're hoping for that glorification, the glory that is about to come, the return of Christ, uh, you know, the result of my salvation, my relationship with Christ, the resurrection of the bodies, the metamorphosis of our bodies. Uh, uh, you know, uh, something, something I'd like us to be motivated uh, today to have and be motivated about and that's the love of the Lord Jesus Christ and the third aspect of that glorification is love of Christ who is with us giving assurance to every sorrow giving assurance to every sorrow the love of Christ's not hate but love of Christ's who is with us, giving us assurance of every sorrow. And we go through all these pains and sufferings. I know that the love of Christ is almost like patting us at the back and assuring us of, of his goodness, even in times of sorrow. Verse 31, what then shall we say in all of these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Verse 32, he who did not spare one of them, amazing passage of the scripture that we can really hold on to during this time is verse 32 he who did not spare his own son but gave him up for for us all how will he not also with him graciously give us all things if the lord if the father in heaven did not spare his own son but he lovingly gave him to us how much more will he not also graciously give us all things? That's how the Lord is expressing his love for us. Uh, his desire to be generous. And the ultimate expression of that generosity is when he gave his only son on that cross 2,000 years ago. And if he can give his best, his, his best to you and I, how can he not give us all things verse 33 and this is an amazing passage who shall who shall bring any charge against god's elect it is god who justifies who is to condemn jesus christ is the one who died more than that who was raised who is at the right hand of god who indeed is interceding for us you know, not only that he, he, Christ was given to us, that he was buried. He lived this life here on earth for 33 years. 
He died. Uh, he was nailed on the cross. He was put down and buried. Three days later, he rose again from the dead. And he ascended into heaven and now seated at the right hand of the Father, interceding for us. We, we don't just have the Holy Spirit interceding for us, but we have the Son of God interceding for us at this time. And so to remind us even more, to seal it off, this is what he said in verse 35 as we land this message. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? We're going to go one by one, these aspects that mankind have been facing all these entire human history. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine. Now you can, you can blame people for tribulation. You can blame people for distress. You can blame people for persecution. But who will blame, who will blame for famine? It's a natural calamity. What are you going to do about it? Nakedness or danger or sword. As it is written. For your sake, we're being killed all day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. Knowing all these things, we are more than conquerors. We are more than champions. We can do this. Not because of our abilities and our skills. You are more than conquerors. Because he loved us. Him who loved us, for I'm sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers, nor height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation. Now, the word creation was mentioned six times. I'm, I'm sorry, not just five times. In all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Not even COVID-19 can stop us and separate us from the love of Christ. Love of Christ who is with us, giving us assurance in every sorrow. It's the love of Christ. And nothing shall separate us from his love. What an amazing picture we have, it, we have today. Once again, as we close this message and bring this to a, uh, to a conclusion, uh, you know, glorification is a result of what Christ has done for us. He has paid the penalty of sin through his death on the cross. And he has removed the power of sin as he has brought us and set us apart for his sanctification. But not only that, the Lord is bringing us to a place where there will be absence of sin. And that's glorification. A place in a time someday where this body that we have, this cocoon that we're having right now. Uh, the Bible says that in, in Corinthians that our bodies are wasting away. Uh, our external bodies are, ex are, are, are wasting away. But in our inner being, we're, it is getting renewed day by day. We're getting renewed day by day. 
Why? Because of that DNA that we're talking about, partakers of divine nature. The DNA of the Spirit of God is in us. Looking forward to, this, to that time. For those of you who are suffering right now, some of you who are phys- physically ill and you're having situation with your bodies and your heart or you're, or you're going through a battling with cancer. Some of you, you were born with disabilities. Do you know that our bodies are going to be resurrected and we're going to have an amazing, amazing resurrected bodies when that time comes? That's why people can't help but rejoice. I could imagine when that time comes, there'll be rejoicing of the saints when that time comes. Rejoicing not only because we're experiencing a resurrected body, we're becoming more like Christ. You know what? I want to end with this. Very simple. We started with pain and sufferings. But I wanted to know, if you are in Christ, today's temporal pain pales in comparison to tomorrow's eternal gain. Let me say that again. If you are in Christ, today's temporal pain pales in comparison to tomorrow's eternal gain gain. What a promise that God has for us. If you're here right now and you're listening to this message and you're serving the Lord with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, be encouraged. Be encouraged. The love of Christ and the providence of God, our Father, and, 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 his, uh, and his hope given by the Spirit of God in, into our hearts will continue to sustain us during this time. Not just during this pandemic, but during our lifetime here on earth. But there come a day when His glory is revealed to us and to creation. There will be resurrection bodies. And there will be rejoicing. And there will be worship before God. And, and I could imagine that truly our sufferings today pales in comparison to that eternal gain that he has, he'll, he'll give to us. For those of you who have not given your life to Christ, I, I, I appeal to you today. Come to Christ and receive that Holy Spirit DNA in your life. That same DNA will cause that metamorphosis in your life that you too will become like Christ. I want us to bow our heads and close our eyes right now. Father God, thank you for this time that you've given us. What an opportunity to come and and, and study this part of salvation, this doctrine of salvation. Thank you, Lord, that we rejoice for the gift of eternal life. We yield to the process of sanctification in our lives. But at the same time, we are looking forward and hopeful Lord, for the glory that is about to come because our Jesus is coming back again. And he will, Lord, bring about transformation, a complete, Lord, uh, the completeness of righteousness will come to pass in our lives because of what he has done for us on that cross. And now he is giving us that promise of a new, new earth and new heavens new Jerusalem that he has been promising us, new, uh, giving us resurrected bodies, Lord, and, give, and for us to be rejoicing and giving Jesus all the glory and the honor. Lord, we're grateful this morning 
encourage continually those who are facing different situations at this moment, making us realize, Lord God, that only you can satisfy and give us comfort because truly you have your, your eternal gain being prepared for us. In Jesus' name we pray and everybody say, Amen and Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening. We hope you were encouraged by the message. For more podcasts and updates and to give online, visit victory.org.ph or download the Victory app.